In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Monday of the 29th week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 17th day of October 2022, we celebrate the memorial of St. Ignatius of Antioch, who was a bishop and a martyr of the church. Let us call upon God's most Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Saved by Grace. Saved by Grace. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 12 from verse 13 to verse 21. The man, St. Ignatius of Antioch, whom we celebrate today, lived between the years 45 to 107 AD. He was appointed as the bishop of Antioch by St. Peter, the very first pope. He headed and guided the Antioch diocese for about 40 years. He was arrested for propagating Christian faith. And when the king asked him, Who are you? He replied that he is one taking God with him. The emperor ordered to throw him to the wild animals for their food as a punishment for propagating Christian faith. He wrote so many letters to various churches for their guidance as he was a disciple of the apostles. Now, this is the man whom we celebrate today. In the first reading, friends, St. Paul tells us that we are saved by grace, not by our works, not by our efforts. We are saved by grace. We are a product of grace for all of us, like those who are living the life of flesh today, those who are living the life doomed, you know, today as a result of their iniquities. We, are, we were once like them. We led the life of the flesh. We led the life of sin. We were subject to the demands of our bodies. We continued to wallow in iniquity once upon a time before the Lord God himself called us to light, to life in Christ. And we were saved through the mercy of God and the free gift of his grace. We were saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And so none should boast of his good works. Being saved by grace does not in any way negate the life of righteousness, rather being saved by grace, in fact becomes the ground and the base for the life of righteousness. And this is what we see in the life of the man who celebrates today St. Ignatius of Antioch, and the life of the early Christians, the apostles, and the early disciples of Jesus Christ. Because having been saved by grace through the encounter they had with Jesus Christ, their lives were completely transformed and they took up the way of life of Jesus. And so they were called 
in Antioch Christians because their lifestyle was Christ-like. This is what God is inviting us to today. And that is why today in the gospel, Jesus made it clear to us that our life does not consist in our possession. Our life does not consist in our success. Our life does not consist in our wealth. Rather, our life consists in how much of God we have. Having been saved by grace, we are now God's own children, and we must do everything humanly possible, of course relying on the help of the same grace of God and the gift of His Holy Spirit to continue to live a life worthy of our calling as the children of God. In the gospel today, there were these two brothers, and one was beckoning on Jesus Christ to have his brother divide their possession so that he will have his own portion. And Jesus made it clear to him that his life does not consist in what he has. He started by asking him who made him judge over them. But again, Jesus was not asking this question because he didn't recognize the fact that he is the judge of the universe. Rather, he needed the man to understand that being the judge of the universe is not to share material properties because that is not where human life consists, but to give judgment over light and darkness, over evil and godliness, over righteousness and unrighteousness. To bring condemnation to the powers of the world. To bring condemnation to the powers of the devil. And to set captives free. He is judge over the universe. To bring the power of God to bear in the life of the children of God. And this he does through the free gift of grace. For those who reject grace will now suffer the consequences of their decision, their choice for rejecting God. He went further to buttress this position of his by giving him a story of a young man who have so much possession. The land yielded so much for him as a farmer and he decided to stock everything he had. And told himself, now you are to enjoy, you are to relax, you have to have good time. Because you have everything good that you would want to enjoy in stock for you. And Jesus said that that very night, God himself made a demand of his life. And Jesus asked, when this man dies, of whose will his properties, his possession be, 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 be become? The children of God. Many things we are killing ourselves for today. Tomorrow will matter little or nothing to us. Many things will destroy others for today. We may not even be there to enjoy them tomorrow. Why destroy ourselves and destroy one another for things that will only pass? Things in which our life do not consist. Why reject God on account of earthly possessions that will not last you for long? Things that you not take beyond the six feet. Beloved children of God, 
Today, God invites us to have a critical review of our way of life, our value system, and our priorities in life. Our earthly possessions, though God does not condemn us for having earthly possessions, but we must see them as being at the service of our salvation. Everything must be employed at the service of the grace of God in our lives. For it is by grace that we have been saved. And if you understand that we have been saved by grace, we must put everything in our possession to judicious use at the service of the grace of God for the salvation of our fellow human beings. For we too are saved by grace through the instrumentality of our fellow human beings as um, instruments of God and their resources. This is what we see in the life of St. Ignatius, who gave his own life, poured out himself like a sacrifice for God's own glory and for the propagation of the Christian faith. He became not just a beneficiary of the grace of God, but a dispenser of this same grace. Having been saved by grace, we are meant to be channels of God's, God's grace. We are meant to be vessels of God's grace. We are meant to be carriers of God's grace. We are meant to be bearers of God's grace. We are meant to be dispensers of this grace. And we are meant to be dispensers of this grace of God to the extent that we take advantage of our resources, our positions, our qualifications, our knowledge, our talents, and our time, and to putting them to effective use for the salvation of us fellow human beings. What are you doing with what you have and whom you are to bring and about and enhance the salvation and the well-being of your fellow human beings? Your possession is not an end in itself. It's meant to be a means to change lives. May God help us that we, being products of grace, may continue to produce souls of, for God through grace, allowing ourselves to become in ambassadors and instruments of grace of God in the life of our society of today, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers in my blessings always.